Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast and thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you enjoy it and that you learn something of value that can be taken into your everyday life. Please give us a five-star review and any feedback send to ya at championschurch.org.uk. Welcome to another episode of the Young Adult Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today I'm with Caleb Birchall. Caleb, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Ash. And how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, who cannot be excited about this podcast? We're going to be talking all things communication. Come on. Yes. Let's do it. Let's delve straight in. Before we go uh, and talk into communication, Caleb, tell me a little bit about yourself, background, exposure to communication, and let's bit of co- uh, give our listeners a bit of context to what we're about to go into. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm 23 years of age, nearly 24 and uh, I work for our church, uh, for those who don't know, Champions Church in Dudley in the West Midlands and uh, I uh, serve there as the youth pastor which means I have the uh, awesome privilege of leading our young people Woo-hoo! and uh, it is a dream job, absolutely love it and uh, so that has you know, uh, brought with it uh, a number of opportunities uh, to communicate on a regular basis, uh, both you know with teams behind the scenes and also uh, on stages, etc. And so uh, a little bit of exposure in my uh, in my few years on Earth so far. There we go, and you know that that sets us up. And as we're going to talk about communication, you know I'm expecting absolute flawless podcast skills. As you communicate to our audience. So no, <laughs> no pressure. pressure. Yeah, the pressure's not on me on this one. Oh my word. But yeah, so let's head straight in. If we talk about kind of, um, like you say, you've had some exposure um, and you've done, you know, from the platform, etc. Let's take us back to some key examples of like first times on stage or where did it all start, this kind of communication process for you? Sure. Well, uh, as you've pointed out, there is no pressure um, talking on communication, so uh, I hope my communication <laughs> is uh, on point. Uh, secondly, though, I am I am honoured to uh, have been asked to uh, talk on this subject, and you know, for the record, and I don't think this needs uh, clarifying. But I am uh, certainly no no expert on the uh, matter, but I'll, I'll do my best to to share from my experience. So, um, yeah, I guess really, you know, I've grown up in church my whole life. Um, so as I say, I'm, I'm 23 now, uh, and and the way kind of church life works is, uh, you, you, you kind of start off in kids ministry as, as you're a kid. And then, uh, when you move into secondary school, you then move into what we call youth ministry. Um, so when I was 11, I got involved with champion youth, just attending and then started to serve. And, uh, I think it was about 15 I was about 15 when I first got given like an opportunity to oh, wow. to do something on the platform with a microphone uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a short you know segment yeah. of sorts and um, that's great for 15 though that's a big I want to say responsibility yeah 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 I guess it is um, I don't know what I was doing when I was 15 <laughs> playing football and that was about it come on <laughs> Well, you know, it, it provided me with, and, and, and many others, you know, an opportunity to, you know, have that, you know, responsibility and that opportunity to do that, which, you know, maybe outside of church context wouldn't be afforded to to many others. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and so it kind of just progressed from there really um i think i spoke my first kind of full length message at 16 how long is a full length message um probably 25 30 minutes okay yeah so, so to decent amount of time to fill yeah okay yeah, I don't remember what I what I spoke about. Um, we'll find it in the archive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was someone else's material. Uh, got help from dad, um, but yeah, and it just it just progressed from there. Really, I you know I I, I think maybe people identified uh, maybe you know there was something there. Yeah. Um, you know maybe to uh, to give more opportunity to, and mm-hmm. so yeah, like I say, it just it went from there really and. Uh, what is it? Seven years on, I'm still very much doing the same thing. Good work. So I suppose at that age, you know, you've I don't want to say thrust into the limelight as such, but you know, you've you've got that responsibility. You've essentially got the mic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yours to do with what you want to do with and what you want to deliver. Did you feel ready? Um, it's only seven years ago, but it feels <laughs> so long ago that I, if I'm honest, I don't I don't really remember. I mean, okay. I. I, I I loved, I loved and still do love you know youth ministry. Yeah, and so I, I think I just like whatever really I was doing. I just loved. Yeah, and so I think there, there probably was an element of excitement and you know eager to get stuck into it. Yeah, and and to to take the opportunity with both hands. Um, you know I probably may not have felt ready. Um, but but certainly up for the task, I'm sure. Good work, good work. So seven years communicating. Yeah. So obviously through that you've gained some uh, experience. Hopefully. <laughs> he says no. <laughs> um, and obviously you've been exposed to different um, environments, different platforms, different audiences. Yeah. Um, and I'm, we'll go into challenges and you know issues or ways sure. ways of working around it. But I suppose from a, a preparation perspective, yeah. how do you prepare? And also, has that changed throughout the seven years? Sure. Um, I I would say it, it has um, definitely evolved. Um, I'm quite uh, organised in my personality, and and that has um, also translated into the way I prepare. Okay. And so my preparation style is very much rehearse as though I am doing it for real. Okay, yep. And so, you know, I'll, I'll literally, in my context, you know, preaching, I'll, I'll literally preach the message to myself. Okay. Um, and I think what that enables me to do, again, just my, I think my personality and the way I'm more so wired is it helps me to identify. And I heard someone describe it this way recently and that helped me because it resonated with my own preparation style is it helps me to identify before I do it for real. Yeah. Like, okay, there's a bit of a dead spot there. Okay. Or uh, that didn't maybe make as much sense as it did when you were just writing it down or thinking the thought. Yeah. And so it kind of helps me to play it out ahead of time um, and and then kind of mould the material from there mm-hmm. based on kind of the feel that I get when I'm preaching it to myself. Got yeah. So that's very much kind of how my preparation works, um, very much rehearsing as though I'm doing, doing it. For it. Real. Um, 
and I think hopefully that kind of creates a bit more freedom when I do it for real. Okay, yeah. Because it's like, in my mind, I've done this before. Yeah, I like that. You yeah. Know? Okay. And then, does your preparation change whether you're speaking to, let's say, 50 people or 500 people? Um, I think it, it, it changes in, in the sense of... Um, it changes in the sense of dynamics. Um, you know, I think, I think one one thing that I've probably done in the past. Uh, I'll come back to dynamics in a moment. Sorry, but I think one thing that I've done in the past is, is probably valued. Um, valued the bigger crowds, maybe more so than the. Than the smaller ones. Okay. Uh, maybe that's just there's there's higher pressure, or you know maybe it's just a, a pride or an ego thing. I'm not too <laughs> sure. Um, but I, I would like to say that moving forward, I am learning to value every opportunity the same. Okay. Yep. Um, but in terms of dynamics, um, I think you know if you are speaking to five hundred mm-hmm. versus fifty. Yep. Um, you know, I think there may be ways that in my mind you, you kind of tailor it to to make it feel personal at okay. every level. Yeah. Like and that. to not you know, I think there are all in some aspects you should preach to five hundred mm-hmm. or preach to fifty like you're preaching to five hundred. Okay. Yeah. Um you know, but there are other ways where maybe if you you know, preaching to fifty like you're preaching to five hundred the, it may not work in every area. Yeah. And so it may need tailoring. Um, but as far as preparation and, and giving my all, I would like to think that, you know, I'm getting better at valuing every opportunity equally. Did you prepare for the podcast? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I gave it a little bit of thought. Because it's one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a true value coming out, people. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I'm still learning. So when when you're preaching um, and you know you're in you're in that position, um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like great power because it's an influential position mm-hmm. and an opportunity to have. A lot of people talk about how they tell the story, and it's not about like it has to be a story, but it's yeah. like the whole journey of the the content is to deliver a story. It has a, a start, a middle, and and mm-hmm. like an end as such. Yeah. How do you create a story? Is there any kind of like, not template as, as such, but is there a way that you build a um, talk or your content to, to make a story, to make it flow? Sure. Yeah. I, I think for the most part, I, I tend to to follow a, a, a similar pattern. Okay. And obviously, like I am still young and so, you know, that may change and... I may find uh, another one works better, um, but I guess kind of looking at previous things that I've done, I've probably followed a similar pattern in, I think, um, you know, there is that phrase, uh, you want to you wanna connect before you correct. Okay. And I will say this, my, my job is not to correct people, mm-hmm. so I, I, it's, it's probably the wrong phrase to use, but I, I use it to kind of almost say that before I get to like the meat of what I'm wanting to communicate mm-hmm. and what I'm wanting to get across, which again, it, it, the purpose of that is not correction. It may be inspiration or it, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, 
I want to try my best to connect. Okay. And so kind of the way, like you describe it, a journey or a story, I want the story to begin with connection. Okay. And so um, things like, you know, getting on the platform and, and, and not assuming that like everybody knows who I am. Okay, yeah, good chance. so, you know, saying, hey, I'm Caleb, this is this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and kind of easing my way in. And then, uh, you know, let's say I'm speaking from the Bible, you know, I'll try and spend time thinking about, okay, what is like a, what is a day-to-day analogy that I could use to tie in yeah. to the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's like you may be sat listening and you have no, you have no understanding of the Bible or you're not familiar with the Bible, but I've just talked about going to the gym okay, or yeah. I've just talked about relationships with, you know, family or friends or co-workers. Yeah. And now I'm linking it into the Bible. <clears throat> yeah. And so it almost makes it more like, okay, you can come along for the journey now. Makes it you... a bit more relevant as such yeah. to, to today yeah. versus, you know, the Bible is so far in history that, you know, a lot of even just like the normal ways of life are different to where we are now. Absolutely. And it's how do we make it relatable for people to actually then, like you say, the key word, connect into yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, there you go. Telling a good story. <laughs> Love it. Um... And when you're delivering the, the content, is there kind of staples that you need in terms of like, not, not so much like, did you water bottle, but need to be facing the right way? You know, <laughs> it needs to be on my right hand side, because if it's on my left, I'm going absolutely crazy. <laughs> but is there anything that you need or that you kind of get into a routine of doing, whether that's pre or during delivering? That's a great question. Um... Like I say, I think for me, I, I, I want to get up as, as prepared as possible. Um, so it feels like I've done this before, even though nobody has heard it yet. Okay. Um, so I would like to say that um, there are few factors that I, I do need, you know, by that point. Okay. Um, I think, in you know, in, in, in our context church life you know we're working with musicians and, and a band and and there's a lot of technical aspects with yeah. you know screens and sound and lighting and all of those and so there are you know there are certain things that, that aid and assist um you know which i will also consider um you know before getting up to deliver i think um you know there are certain things that add to an atmosphere okay and there are certain things that you know drain from an atmosphere and are those things in your control or not in your control Um, or what are some examples yeah so I guess like again I can only really speak from our context you know typically before like so I would get up to speak you know the band have you know led the church the congregation however you want to describe it Um, the the people the people (laughs) shout out to the people come on peeps Um, you know in, in worship etc they've they've played a song or or multiple songs and uh and that really creates an atmosphere Mm -hmm. and you know if if that is done well yeah then for a speaker to then get up it makes it so much easier okay and much Um, more powerful and much more powerful because Mm -hmm. it's like the people are already in a place to receive okay yeah 
you know say for instance if 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 you get up and you know there's been a progression of like you know wrong notes played or (laughs) you know the singer you know missed the lyrics or you know the building's cold or you know there are all these factors which you know some can be in your control some can't be you know in your control yeah um they all they all they all play a factor for sure. So I, you know, I try and kind of be intentional with the things I can be. Okay. Yeah. And 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 then see the value in them. I think maybe that's one thing to communicate is is there is value in atmosphere and and the lead up to whatever it is that you're doing. It's like so. a very good intro to a very good story. There you go. You know, it sets the scene. And it, it does. And it's the environment in which you're which you are speaking. Yeah. You know, if you just you know if there was the bright lights on, you just walked on. No kind of introduction, no kind of setting scene with like worship in your in your perspective, or you know any kind of intro or you know music for any other kind of speaker. Yeah. If you just got on and just said you what you wanted to say, and then you know walked straight off. Yeah. The impact would be so minimal compared to kind of setting the scene, getting totally. the getting the environment right, getting the um, atmosphere in a place that people are ready to receive. Because totally. you know, like like you mentioned. Some people might come into that environment and not be ready to receive. Mm. Yet you need to kind of break down that barrier before they actually then get to listening to said yeah. speaker. Absolutely, totally like that. There you go. What's the atmosphere like in here, Caleb? It's a great atmosphere. Yeah, it is a great. The, the lighting is good. <laughs> it's warm. The the decorations are beautiful. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you're, and you're a friendly face to look at, so apparently so. It's a great atmosphere. Good man. Have you um have you ever in your seven years um and ho- I don't want to say I'm hoping it's happened, but have you ever been kind of delivering um content and then you've completely drawn a blank and yeah. you there's just that uh, silence yeah and it's just like okay help yeah okay let's, totally let's go into that. Um, yeah, it has happened, and it, it's not nice. <laughs> so when did it happen? Uh, I can remember one instance, and I don't know that it was drastic or I've re- really ever thought about it much since. I've got an example here, so I'm just saying yeah. if they marry up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been storing it for this. <laughs> uh, I do remember one occasion. Well, it's it's probably happened on multiple occasions in, to 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 varying degrees. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I remember one occasion where I was like, and and because you know we're talking about journey and like going going on a journey and telling a story, and so it's like the, there is a flow to it, and you mm-hmm. want it to prog- and I've planned for it to progressively keep moving forward and not like build and build yeah. and build and 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 not go around in circles. Okay, yeah. And so there have been moments where it's like, <laughs> what was my next point? You know, what was my next point? And and there is a there is a there is a window. I think you can get away with it as a communicator. Okay. Because only you know where you're going. Yeah, true. Like true. The, the audience don't know. So this gap wasn't in your bedroom when you were rehearsing. No, that. it wasn't. Okay. No, and if it was, I would have ironed it out. You know. There we go. So. Um, and so I think what happens is I'm like I'm standing there thinking, okay. You know, because I I try my best not to like use notes. Okay. So someone may be thinking, well, why don't you just you know look at your notes? But I, I try my best not to. Any particular reason? Um. Again, I think it's in the preparation. I think it's okay. the, the style of my preparation helps me to memorize better. Okay. Yep. 
Um, and I also feel like you can keep the connection with people. Okay. Because I'm not looking down at notes, etc. Like Having that. said that, I know phenomenal communicators who yeah. use notes. Okay. So I think, you know, there is there is an argument for both. Um, and so I think, you know, I, in that moment, it's like, okay, what was my next point? <laughs> and if it just doesn't come, yeah, I almost have to like go back Okay. To and almost like repeat myself to try and, and get the momentum hold. back into. Yes, yes, yeah, it's like I'm trying to pedal, you know, again. <laughs> just keep pedaling. Yeah, keep and we'll just see what happens. And let's hope I get back on track. <laughs> so there have definitely been those moments, and so you're like, oh man, you know, rather than in in those couple minutes keep moving forward, I've like gone around in circles, and you know that can be frustrating. But yeah, it ha- it's happened. Okay. And then, did, and did you get through that? Uh, did did in that example, did you go back, start pedaling again? I think so. And then so. you know the the downhill carried you through. Yeah, I think so. Okay. The, there are multiple occasions where you do finish speaking and you go back and look at your notes and you think, oh, I missed that point and missed that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, nobody knows that those points existed. That's that's the thing. It's only you. Yeah. Yeah. And there is an element of like you know when I when I do speak I ask I ask God to to you know speak through me and help me to say the right things, mm-hmm. and so there is an element of okay well maybe I just wasn't supposed to say that yeah and and uh, be okay with that yeah and just yeah. be okay with it I like that good man, but I suppose then that relates to kind of the overarching thing in terms of having that connection with the audience yeah. because you know if you've got that connection it becomes more of a conversation with them and yeah. they can kind of if there's a silence it's not like you're drowning it's more about you know we'll stick with you yeah, yeah. you'll get back to your place and it might not even be like that big of a gap but mm-hmm. for you I'm assuming like when you're speaking and even if it's a second it feels like oh, 10 minutes absolutely it wow. does but you know experience it all it all pays dividends if you just keep doing it totally. keep, keep that practicing keep that preparation in totally what has experience taught you over over the past seven years, so so that Ooh. word like tip, I want to say like tips and tricks, and that's what we put in kind of like the pre notes. So this is going to be like a couple of minute buzz session of like, this is what helps me do this, do that, and it's not kind of solace, but if someone can take one or two of these out to their communication world, yeah, yeah, it could be really valuable for them. Tips and tricks. Um, again, I think you know we 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 do seem to be going back to this a lot. I'm just speaking from my personal experience that the preparation okay. for me is really important. Would you say that's the single biggest thing? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. And 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 for me, you know, it's not, again, I'm speaking from my context and, you know, people listening may be Christians, may not be Christians. That's totally fine. Um, you know, preparation for me is not just writing and you know uh putting a a message together it's 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 praying and it's you know taking time to really just see what god wants to to speak through me on that occasion okay um so preparation can you know is is many forms but i would say it probably is um the most if not one of the most uh, important uh things um tips and tricks i think what's helped me recently and i think I think I'm becoming more aware of this lately mm-hmm. is is considering the people I'm speaking to. Okay. And I think if if I can do that, I think it helps me to communicate better 
because I think it gives me a a bigger heart for people. Okay. Because you know, if I can, if I can, you know, picture say the people I'm closer to. Yeah. Who are going to be in that audience? And I can consider maybe what have they, you know, experienced this week? Where are they at right now in their lives? Um, I think it it, it kind of helps me to to hopefully communicate better. Mm-hmm. And when I say communicate better, hopefully it helps me to communicate with more compassion. Okay. Yeah. And love. Yeah. For people. Okay. Um, which ultimately will make someone, I believe, a better communicator. Yeah. It becomes real. It becomes real. And it's tangible to you because you're speaking about someone in your mind who might or might not be there. Yeah. But you're delivering from your heart versus just from the notes in your head as such because yeah. it's it's very, I suppose, emotionally driven as well. Yeah. You know, if you're speaking about either a delicate subject or let's say any subject, but you can relate it to something that's either happened or someone you know, then it becomes very personal to you. Yeah. And you, and you can give better conviction in that. Totally. Um, and hopefully, you know, you relate with people better. Yeah. Because you're, you're not kind of going off on your own path and, and, and answering questions nobody's asking mm-hmm. and avoiding all of the ones that everyone is. Yeah. You know, so I think just trying to kind of put myself in people's shoes as best as I can. And like I said, I think I'm thinking about that a little bit more now. Um, just than, a bit more conscious of it. Yeah, right? more yeah. conscious of it. Um, and I think the other the other thing that I've kind of held as a value for me, and I think we're coming to this next or shortly, would be so I won't um, go on, go for it. Oh, you want me to go for it? Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, it would be would be feedback. Yeah, definitely a topic that I wanted to kind of delve into. Yeah, because we can all say that we want it, but there's but, one thing going out and actually asking for it and seeking yeah. it. And then there's another thing, taking it on board and mm-hmm. a, a, like applying it. Yeah. Because you ask for it, but it's very easy if, if it was negative. I'm not saying that yours is, FYI. <laughs> but if, if it is negative, that then people can just push it aside and go, okay, that, yeah. that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Feedback, go on. Yeah, and I think it's so important to, to be intentional with where you go for it. Um, so for me, it's my dad. Okay. Um, which, you know, for those who don't know, so, you know, my dad is, is our senior pastor, which means he oversees the entire church. Senior doesn't mean old, no? It doesn't mean old. Okay, that's fine. Someone did ask me once, like, someone <laughs> did think once that I was a youth pastor because I was young. And I was like, it's not, it's not actually, like, based on me, but the people I lead. So, it's a good question, though. Um, so, yeah, so... So he, you know, he's been communicating publicly for for decades. Yeah. So very much, you know, he he gets he gets it. Okay. You know, yeah. and he's got so many years of experience, and um, but also just our relationship. Yeah. You know, he. I think you need someone who loves you, and is okay with, you know, picking picking you up on stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've just found that um, feedback, because, because, I, because I believe that communication is a part of my future, Yeah, I want to be intentional about getting better continually. Good. 
And I think one of the best ways to do that is by continually seeking feedback. 100%. So I would like to say that there's probably, at least lately, hardly, there may have been, but hardly been a time that I've spoken and not after the occasion said to dad, is there anything you would have changed? Okay. Um, and be, and, and just totally being open to it mm-hmm. and being like, tell me. Yeah. Because I want to get better. Yeah. And so there is a, a, an element of having a teachable spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and again, I just know dad, so I know his, his heart is for me to get better. Yeah. And so I, you know, I know that he's never going to crush me or, you know. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, so I can be open to that. And also like, you know, I used to do recordings for church many, many years ago and, and I just like hated listening to myself back okay i remember the first time i listened to myself back and i was like that is not how i sound <laughs> that was like the first podcast for um, me. i was like what that is terrible i'm like i don't sound like that who is that because i'm like i sound one way in my mind yeah but like that's the way it, people hear me that's not how i sound yeah so i hated it but uh, over time uh and this may sound weird but i actually now enjoy and, and, and because of like recording, filming and audio, I actually enjoy watching myself back. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, that is, again, one of the quickest ways to 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 see what everybody else is seeing. Absolutely. Because we, we have our own perception of how we yeah. show up, whether that be communication, whether that be like the way that you look. Mm-hmm. The way that you like your your mannerisms are, or how you think, oh, you know, I glided across that stage. You know, <laughs> I was I floated over here. <laughs> then I said this one bit, and then I dropped this clanger, but I drifted yeah. over here. Where like, if you watch it back, it could be like me on my first team rally, where I was literally running around the de- uh, desk, running around the stage, and I was just like, I thought, okay, just keep it moving, just don't be still. But instead, I overcompensated, and I was just running around like a chicken. <laughs> but like looking back. Or like seeking feedback and being open to it is it can only take you one way absolutely you know it's only going to educate you or even if it's just like a, a character building thing where you have to take some criticism mm. or some things where you thought you did really well yeah but actually your dad said mm, you know i would have changed this yeah because then your skin gets thicker and you know absolutely. you start to grow as a person and and then you can you know go into the bigger auditoriums the bigger uh, audiences and then take it from there totally and uh, you know I've seen people in our church with a teachable spirit who seek after feedback yeah. and I've just seen them get better and better and better it's like you said there's only one way 100%. if you if you seek the feedback and you apply it from the right people mm-hmm. there's only one way yeah and I, I would also just add I think it's in any context of life it is always better to seek the feedback than have someone come and say, hey, can I give you feedback? Yeah. (laughs) That's a bit scary when someone approaches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, so, and I think, you know, I think people, if they care about you enough, will. Yeah, agreed. But just, like, save them the awkwardness by just asking the question as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. And also put yourself in a position to ask someone for feedback who isn't afraid Yes. To give you honest feedback totally. and tell you the truth and look you dead in the eye and say, 90% was fantastic, but that 10% is what's holding you back. 
or that it was if it was terrible, you know, they will say, but they, you understand it comes from the right heart. Absolutely. And, you know, in, in the previous episode of the Young Adult Podcast, we were talking about mentorship. And my sister was referencing about, you know, it's great to have a mentor, but don't have someone who just thinks you're great because it does absolutely nothing for yeah. you. you. You know, literally, it doesn't change your way of thinking. Mm. It strokes your ego for a bit, but then you don't actually get any better. Right. But if you've got someone who will just say, look, it was good, but you're not doing this and this is what you need to do. Even if it's like unnatural to you to either ask for feedback or to take the feedback on and apply it. If you trust the person that you're asking for the feedback from. Absolutely. It's, it can only benefit you. And that is a valuable person to have in your life. 100%. You know, so so hold on to. <laughs> there you go. Don't let them go. Even though I don't know where your dad's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. I just want to touch on one thing before we do start to close up. Yeah. Now, when you're um, communicating, you know, you could have done the best preparation. You're absolutely flying. You're not running around like headless chicken. You're gliding across this stage. Someone's phone goes off. Someone <laughs> needs a toilet for the 10th time. Someone's got a, a, a child which is absolutely kicking off because they haven't had their Britvix soft drinks. I've got to plug it. Um, <laughs> how, how do you... I, I want to say cope with it. Cope might not be the right word but Mm -hmm. how do you process that kind of 10 second distraction or like are you burning the back of their head as you look at them (laughs) and follow them up the stairs or like yeah how do you approach that that's a great question um i think um if the room is big enough i just look look somewhere else okay yeah That, that's good though because some people could be so distracted by it and fixated on it yeah that they literally then it that silence comes they lose their momentum yeah so yeah okay and and also I think um, you know in the moment for a communicator it, it can get frustrating okay you know because you've put hours upon hours into this you know 30 minute talk yeah and it could all go out the window because of a distraction mm-hmm. um you know, it kind of goes back to a point I made earlier, and I'm certainly, you know, no expert on this and haven't arrived in this area, but it's it's almost just trying to love people through it. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> like, so for instance, you know, the mom who's got a crying baby, you know, you may not have the time in the moment to have this conversation with yourself. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm glad they're there. Okay, yeah. You know, and I guess that's just, it's life. Yeah, it's part, you know. and, part and parcel of having them there is sometimes... Yeah, yeah, babies yeah, cry. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if it if it went on for like, you know, 30 minutes and, <laughs> and, and they weren't self-aware <laughs> enough to do something about it, maybe I'd feel different. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. I, I think you kind of have to have c- compassion with people, communicate through it. Okay. Look the other way if you have to. Yeah. And and trust that you know it it will get dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a in a gracious manner. Yeah. But um, yeah, distractions can can uh, can totally throw you, and and it's happened. You know, where yeah. something goes wrong technically, or and again, people don't know oftentimes the struggles that you're having in your own mind. Yeah, yeah, because that's a battle in itself. Yeah. Because you are everything that you say is literally projected to everyone yeah so if you just have that one thought and you go oh damn what was that i was gonna say you know that physically comes out 
Yeah. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or breathing heavy, and then everyone's like, is he all right? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 true. Um, you know, there have been times where I've been like, you know, focused more on what I'm thinking than what I'm saying, and okay. and I'm like. What, I, what what actually have I been saying for the last 20 seconds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've just been in my own mind. Get that. So I'm like, I hope what I said was, was okay. <laughs> you know. That's good. I'll listen to it back. That's good. Feedback. Is there um, anything that we haven't touched on where you'd want to... The, the floor or the mic is yours. Wow. But there has been genuine, uh, valuable nuggets so. and information. I've learned some stuff. Oh, thank you. I would make notes, but it'd be picked up on the microphone, so I'll just have to do it after. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, one, again, I'm just speaking for my journey, which hasn't been long. Um, I think, you know, what has played a huge part in my life, and I have to, I think I also have to just say, like, I, I believe that, that you know, um, God gives you know um certain gifts and, and, and callings to people yeah and so you know if there's any if there's any sense of you know i have an ability to communicate and i'm certainly um no expert and and and, and realize i have a long long ways to go but you know i, I do have to give give credit to god because it's like I, I realize this is, I think something he's placed on my life more than it's something that I've, you know, gone to look for, worked really hard to like yeah, I get achieve. Yeah, um, you don't work hard at all. No, absolutely. <laughs> I'm joking. So, um, so there is that, and and also I think, you know, um, having having role models has has been huge. Um, people I've watched, okay, people I've listened to. That has really shaped me as a communicator, and we're very fortunate in our generation. Like my dad will say, you know, when he became the pastor, there was like no one to listen to. Okay. There was no one to model yourself off. No podcasts in those days. No, no. podcasts. Okay. You know. No you YouTube. Know, no YouTube. Oh no. It's like if you wanted to go and hear a speaker, you would get on a flight. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'd have to go and see them in person. <laughs> exactly. That is expensive. Whereas it's like we can have role models now who will maybe never even meet. Absolutely. Social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I I think that has helped me a tremendous deal. Okay, yeah. Looking at great communicators, watching them, listening to them, learning from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard it many times said that oftentimes before you become a voice you're oftentimes an echo. Okay, yeah. Um, you, you're kind of modelling yourself off somebody. True. You know, yeah. you... you, you, you and, 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 and there is a flip side to what I'm saying because you also have to realise who you've been created yeah. to be. Be yourself. And there have been times where I've been pulled up. Okay. By, again, people who care about me. Yeah. And they're saying, hey, you, 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 you're sounding too much like... Okay. And it makes sense because they're the person I listen to the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is some kind of fine balance in 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 learning from people, watching from people, but but also understanding who you are mm-hmm. and 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 not losing yourself in the process. I like that. I'm gonna put you on the spot now. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh dear. If um if you could pick one communicator, 
to listen to and they were the only one who would it be man there could be a dead spot in the podcast now because I can see the cogs turning <laughs> this wasn't on the notes this wasn't on the notes um, I honestly think um, I'd have to pick two I'd have <laughs> to pick then. two and they would be my parents wow yeah uh, because I think you know it's it's both the the phenomenal communicators that they are but also having the privilege of knowing them off the platform personally and so you actually get get a whole lot more than just what you see from the platform you've got a you've got a fast track to the connection part there haven't you yeah yeah okay totally I get that yeah yeah great question there you go good work <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Mate, it's been good. Yeah, it has been, been really good. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. I don't know how long this podcast is, but thank you for sticking with us. Um, any feedback, you know, seeking feedback, send to YA at championschurch.org.uk. Uh, Caleb, again, it's been great to have you. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. And we You're look a great forward communicator, to- too. Hopefully. I have to say. We're going to ask for some feedback after this. <laughs> and guys, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Underdog Podcast. Please leave us a review and we look to bring you new and exciting content real soon. Have a great day. Yeah.